Welcome everyone to episode five of the Barely Mediocre podcast. I'm your host Eleanor and this is Dylan Holmes, baby. So Dylan, what are we talking about today? Today, Eleanor, we're going to be talking about art. Art. I feel like we should put some categories on that before we just jump into it. And I think we agreed on this, hopefully, Mm -hmm. but if not, we can work it out (laughs) now. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Um, We were talking about like specifically visual art Mm -hmm. because... Otherwise, you've got to talk about, like, everything, like movies, yeah. uh, songs, etc. That's fair. Visual art. Visual um, art. But I think that was it, basically. Yeah. Otherwise, it would just go wild. Yeah. So, w- what do you think about art? Art is good. <laughs> oh, wow. I know, right? <laughs> it is really pretty. Uh, but I... No. Oh, do you want to say something? No, I don't want to oh, say no. <laughs> 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 uh, Thanks for coming, folks. Uh, podcast over. Have a nice day. No, but in general, what makes something art? I personally think that that's not a question that can be definitively answered. Having said that, we're going to answer it right now. Yes. I personally think that, you know, you get a lot of people saying this is not art or that is not art, etc. You know, like, for example, the most famous example recently is that guy who taped a banana to a wall uh, and called it art and it sold for like thousands of dollars i don't remember exactly i mean i'm a firm believer in you can make literally anything art i would generally agree yeah i think think that um as long as you as long as the piece like inspires some kind of sense of clarity or an understanding of something then that is art i'm not sure it needs to be clarity like art can be really confusing i think yeah, but even then, the confusingness like, has meaning to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, meaning, but not necessarily any logic. You don't even have to necessarily understand what it means. Like, there's that, I forget who it's by, but the famous um, picture where it's, like, all these clocks that are, like, draped over stuff, and they're all wibbly, wobbly. Yeah. That, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. It can mean anything. Exactly. It could... It's just what it means personally to you. Hmm. I look at that and go, yeah, time is really droopy. Isn't <laughs> it? Don't you think time is just it's so droopy? droopy? Time. <laughs> actually, there is a funny story about that. I'm pretty sure I've read somewhere that the guy who actually painted it, you know, in an interview, he was asked like, oh, is this, does it mean this or that? And he was like, I just thought it looked cool. I just liked the idea of droopy clocks, so I painted it. <laughs> I mean, fair. Like, I think most artworks are just kind of like, weird abstract ideas <laughs> that they're like yeah this this will probably look cool just people fucking going off yeah but then that there's some there's a type uh, there's like a kind of beauty to that becoming something important to other people mm. i think that's what art is all about yeah. and i think ultimately while there is a big question over what isn't isn't art i think that should be broken down into a far more important question of rather than is it art or is it not art is it good art or is it shit art? <laughs> like the banana, to go back to that, that is art, right? Yeah. It's bad art, though. It fucking sucks. Well, yeah, like there's no effort really put into it. But, I mean, does that uh, does art require effort? I appreciate an artist's effort. Like, mm. I think that if something looks really visually beautiful, then, like, that's a pretty important thing that is true but effort also doesn't necessarily connote i'm not sure if that's a word it is it is very (laughs) nice doesn't connote beauty like you can one of the i mean maybe you might think this is beautiful there's a famous painting somewhere with this guy it's just three colors Mm 
mm-hmm. and it's like three meters long. Yeah. It's a massive painting, but it's one stripe of color, another stripe of color, and then a longer stripe of color. Nice. And so you think, oh, that's pretty easy, right, to yeah. paint. But then some guy actually vandalized it. He, like, slashed it up for some reason. So they brought in someone else to try and repaint it, mm. and they couldn't because originally they thought, because it was just the red bit, they just thought, okay, we'll just paint over it in red. They realized they had no idea how this guy had achieved that very specific color of red because, it, like, this guy had done so much paint mixing just to achieve this specific <laughs> red. But all he did was it was paint, like, a whole red chunk. So, it, like, when you, in that sense, while you might think that's beautiful, it's all uh, up to you. Mm-hmm. Putting in that amount of effort doesn't necessarily make it look better. True. But, like, I would just say that person's a bit silly. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're a little bit silly and they, should, bit have silly. S- they should not have spent so much time mixing up. Like, they can if they want, if that was their intention <laughs> to have a really, like, weird shade of red. But, like, I more appreciate, I don't know, the time that, like, Botticelli put into his artworks than... Um, I don't know, a guy taping a banana to the wall. <laughs> so you think ultimately it is about, like, would you say it, skill maybe? You do think there's an element of skill in how good art is? It has to have some sort of... Uh, I wouldn't say that um, you have to be skilled to make art, but I would say that um, to a lot of people, skill in art is preferable yeah i mean i suppose like it, that seems pretty obvious talking about it it's like a four-year-old's drawing is probably not as good as a yeah and yet you remember that like two-year-old that kept on like painting stuff and they were like wow it's <laughs> <this is> amazing <laughs> and like i'm pretty sure her works were selling Who for are like we talking thousands. about here oh it was like I'm a sorry, couple years ago on the news i don't know i just saw this chick was like this little girl was pa- painting like um i don't know just a little kid art but it like yeah. it was it was pretty good. She was pretty nice. She was supplied with a lot of paint, so she could just go <laughs> wild. <laughs> and she did go wild. And there was some very splotchy, cool looking <laughs> paintings. And yeah, that was selling for heaps. <laughs> this also reminds me of um, one point they got a chimpanzee to paint, like they just gave Hell it colors in yeah. a canvas and it just fucking splash shit around oh my and gosh. that sold for like thousands of dollars yeah i'd buy that now, <laughs> i'd like a chimpanzee painting <laughs> <laughs> hey this uh yeah this one that's michelangelo this one is the chimp <laughs> which one's better i paid more for the chimp one <laughs> talking about that if you'll indulge my um filthy commie brain for one moment yeah would like to talk about something that i think is interesting that is how is art valued? How do we determine which art has the most value? And specifically, I'm interested in, is it based on how much it sells for? I honestly don't know because I'm not a... There's specific people, I think, that determine like the art's value, surely. I don't think it works like that. I don't think there's like a, the Art Appreciators Society or whatever goes in and is like, this is worth how however much it is. Art is, like most things on the free market, I promise I'm not going to go too communist here, <laughs> is determined by how much someone's willing to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Like, if they um, hold up a piece of art at an auction full of, like, rich people and they start having a little battle, <laughs> like, <laughs> who gets to have that piece of art? Yeah, exactly. And that makes it more valuable. But I, yeah. in theory, right? But I personally find that very, lack of a better word, bad. I don't like the idea that 
the value of art in terms of, you know, is it any good tends to be generally considered like how much it's sold for. And I think one of that's, that's the reason maybe people didn't like the banana art so much. Like you stick the banana on a wall with some sticky tape. That's fine. No one cares. They might think it's dumb, but they're not going to make a big deal about it. The mm. issue was that someone paid a massive amount of money to buy it. Did they buy the wall attached to it? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know how That is an work. interesting question. I don't even know where it was. So yeah. would they have had to like cut the wall out and move the whole thing <laughs> or just the banana? Like did he buy it to take it away or just, did he just like own that piece of wall with the I think the he just owned, he didn't move it because someone came up and ate the banana eventually. <laughs> oh my God, did they actually? Yeah, there was a guy just walked up to it, took the banana off and ate it. <laughs> That's so good. It is impressive. And I think that guy said that he himself was a performance artist. Oh, oh my gosh. I love art. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think, like, art is secretly just making fun of, like, everything. <laughs> making fun of, like, all the sort of social standards. <laughs> um, so the next question I was going to ask you oh, yes. was, what is your favourite piece of art? Um, personally, um, I've got to say, I don't remember... Uh, the Wanderer Above the Sea of Fog. I can get a picture up if you like. Yeah. For all those people at home, you can, <laughs> you can also look kick rocks, up. I guess, or just look <laughs> it up. Uh, while I'm doing this, what is your favourite piece of art? My favourite piece of art would have to be um, The Birth of Venus by Sandra Botticelli. That is a nice one. Um, painted in like nine, uh, 1485, I think. That's my favourite piece of art because, um, well, I don't know. Venus is, like, so powerful. She's beautiful. It's a very, like, I don't know. I read it as a very, like, feminist, amazing, beautiful woman. That's just, like, a pinnacle of, like, beauty and femininity. Yeah, I think that's my favourite piece of art. That's, that's quite cool. And if you will indulge me, I'd like to ask. It's interesting that you say that because considering it was painted in the 14, what was it, the 1400s. Yeah. Botticelli was probably not a feminist. I'm going to take a leap and say that yeah, by any enough. modern definition. So I'm not saying that's bad, yeah. like your opinion. I'm just saying it is interesting that we can derive um, meaning from art that was probably not intended by the artists, right? Yeah. Like, I think that, um, yeah, he was probably, I don't know, part of the patriarchy or whatever. <laughs> but um, the fact that he chose to paint one of the... Um, was it a Greek? Yeah, Greek. Or uh, a Greek goddess. Roman, same difference. One of one of the goddesses, <laughs> um, and paint her in such like a, a central and beautiful way. Like she is the center of that artwork, yeah. and she is the focus of attention. Yes, she's maybe like I don't know if you could read it as like sexualizing her because like she's naked and, um, but I think honestly like it's just very pure and beautiful and just a really powerful piece of art and yeah it is interesting that he painted that um in his time and that some people now read it as a feminist piece of work but yeah i think that just and i think that goes to show yeah i think (laughs) i think it goes to show that art can transcend if it's particularly good or even if it's not Mm. art can sometimes transcend the context in which it was painted right yes because we still love renaissance art that was painted in 
by people who, quite frankly, we would have a very hard time relating to now because there's so much time and social difference between us. Yeah. We can still appreciate that art and it can still be emotionally resonant with us despite the fact that its original context has long since disappeared. Yes. That is one of the great beauties of art. The great beauties of art. Anyway, if I may show you this, uh, this is my favourite painting, Wanderer Above the Sea of Fog. Wow. <laughs> you say it like, feels like um, I'm like a three-year-old. I'm showing my mom a wow, drawing. It's like, nice job, sweetie. Wow, that's so good. <laughs> um, I like it. Yeah. Mm. Dramatic. Powerful. It's dramatic. Yeah. I think personally the thing that it makes me feel the most is a sense of, I guess, wonder and discovery. Yeah. I get that. Wait, when was this painted? Uh, the 1800s, I think. Is that um, like the Age of Enlightenment and um, Age of... Like this was definitely part of the Romanticist movement. Oh, okay. This painter and a lot of others at the same time were painting stuff like this. Lots um, of landscapes. What was that period called where everyone fricked off to all around the world to go explore? Age of Exploration. Yeah, that <laughs> that'd be it. <laughs> That's the one. Is that part of it? Um, To an extent. I mean, I'm not a scholar on this subject, so I... Yeah, really fair know. enough. No, I like it. I think that says a lot about you as a person. Says a lot about our society. No, I think it says a lot about you personally. I think it does actually because um, it shows me that you're a dramatic person. <laughs> <laughs> dramatic <little laughs> that I'm a bitch. dramatic bitch. <laughs> no. But no, I think that it speaks to me of sort of discovery and I guess adventure in a way that really fascinates me. I think it is a little bit lonely. Is that how you see it? Yeah. That's really interesting because I never considered that. Also, for the people at home, <laughs> um, it's probably really boring no, unless you have worry, a reference. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post um, a I'll couple. Post of all, these the pictures, all the talk art that we all the art that we yeah. discuss. I'm gonna post to Instagram so that without context, like just a random <laughs> post, and be like, here's some art. <laughs> but no. Um, and you can always look up some stuff while doing this, unless you're, like, driving unless or something. Unless you're driving, in which case, <laughs> I guess, I hope you're familiar with a lot of classical painting. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. Um, yes, so basically what we can derive from this conversation so far is that people see art in different ways, and it can mean different things to us individually. Hmm. Why would you say that that applies to society? Um, I was making a joke then, oh, I'm yeah. not sure it does. I yeah. mean, I'm sure you could interpret it that way, but I think while art can apply to society, I think it's more often... Actually, no, never mind. I think art can obviously have meaning for society and for the individual in equal measure, and you can derive many different things from many different pieces of art. Yeah. What's your I personal experience with um with actually creating art? I'm... God awful at it. <laughs> We've got a lovely picture that will probably be up on Instagram that will demonstrate that just over there. Yeah. Um, I've never been very good at it and never been super interested in becoming better at it, to be honest. What do you think about, like, the art community? Well, I'm not in the community, so I might have a but hard time. But as in, like, your experience with, like, I don't know, being in an art room with, like, your art <laughs> I, teacher and the stuff. The closest thing, yeah, is that I never liked it because I was bad at it, but mm. everyone's nice for the most part. But yeah. once again, I've never... I don't even have any friends who are really artists, so I... I only remember, I like, art teachers, and there was sort of... There's there's two extremes to art <laughs> teachers. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we had both. Yeah, there's, like, 
the really like cranky uh, and kind of um, like fearsome art teacher that's like, no, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they had to be French. But, like, Ours um, wasn't even French. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's two extremes that either really like sort of demanding and um, critical or there's like really lovely and like really sort of chilled out. Having said that, I know that our art teacher who was a very, the one who was very chilled out and relaxed was also incredibly stressed. I'm not entirely sure it's a great model for others to follow. I remember uh, primary school, I think was my, my art awakening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I remember specifically in like year one or two, uh, we were learning how to first draw um, humanoid figures, I guess, mm. like try to draw self-portraits yeah. and stuff. That was like it for me. I didn't do any other art <laughs> apart from drawing like faces. You just <laughs> went the off. Rest of, yeah. So um, although I have not perfected <laughs> the art of drawing faces because I gave up on that in like year eight, it's still, um, yeah, that was, that was it. Mm. That's good. But I think... I think everyone has some sort of, or I think most people at least have some sort of... Speciality. I was going to say artistic desire, if that makes any sense. A desire to create some sort of art. True. In some way. Yeah. That doesn't have to be visual art. Like, I am terrible at visual art, but I have, you know, other things that I think, are, if not necessarily art, are certainly art adjacent. I think everyone does have a bit of creativity in them, which, quick little transition from that segueing straight into um i now challenge you all all the people listening to this mm-hmm. i want you to go home and make some art i don't care what make it is <laughs> well i do care what it is you can actually send it to us please i actually i'm we'll not kidding it. i would love to see some yeah. art sent to us in please. fact can you please make some fan art of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> fan art we haven't got any fan art yet but yeah. i'm really I know it's out there. I'm just sure they're too scared to send it. There must be like folders upon folders of it. Yeah, we would really appreciate it. Um, It would make us so happy. It would make me very happy. Send (laughs) it to us on Instagram, on Twitter. Yep, so on Instagram, at Barely Mediocre Podcast, and at Twitter, um, at Barely Underscore Mediocre. Yeah, just send it to us. Um, The best one is going to get a prize. Yeah, the best one... We'll get something. I'm not sure what it is. Not sure what it is yet. But but it's going to be spectacular. It'll be pretty incredible. You'll love it. Like, I don't want to undersell this. This is insanely good. Yeah, yeah. And that is it for today's podcast. I hope you all enjoyed episode five. I hope you have a lovely weekend. Thanks for coming out, everybody. Thanks for coming out.